Hey friends, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy GM Prep. In this weekly show, I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday RPG. In this case, I am running the hardcover adventure Scarlet Citadel by Kobold Press. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. Patrons get access to a dedicated Discord server, a bunch of dedicated adventures, the City of Arches source book, Uncovered Secrets Volume 1 and 2, all kinds of different stuff. The monthly Q&A, tons of stuff that patrons get, but most of all, they help me put on shows like this. So to the patrons of Sly Flourish, thank you so much for your support. So in the last session, we were, I made, I made kind of a mistake. Was it a mistake? Not really, but I didn't know exactly where they were going to go next. They had big, different places that they could go. So we began our last session. I'm going to pull up my Albear rodeo map so I can I can describe it. So we began our last session at the 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 Temple of Charon, the the, the shrine of Charon, which is actually connected to the to a, a a branch of the Black River, which is the River Styx, kind of a piece of the River Styx. And so they went and explored that a little bit. And what I what I clarified to them was that the branch of this river is essentially one way. That if you try to go from up here down below, you sort of you sort of get stuck in a loop and you can get quickly lost. And Garble went because Garble loves the fact that he can that that they can climb on walls and stuff like that. So they were climbing on the walls and they went down there and realized like, holy cow, we just dropped 400 feet in like a second, and I don't even know how. Like, you know, following the river is weird. And then he went back the other way and went 400 feet back up. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And so what they all kind of group wise discovered was we could probably make our way back up this river, but we cannot make our way down it. That once they know, once they have kind of bound themselves to the path below, they can then use this as a way to get back up top. So it's kind of like a one way door. So they figured that part out. And then they had decisions about where to go next and what to do with the crown. So they had the crown of Loki that they picked up. And for a while, Skrink wore it, but Skrink didn't really like, like Loki was like, play practical jokes on your friends because it's amusing. And there's only, it, the, Loki's principle was there's only so much joy in the world. So if you're going to get any, you're going to have to take it from someone else, someone else. And that did not, Skrink was like, I do not like that idea. So Skrink was, wore it for a while. And then he said, yeah, well, let's just give this to our Trollkin friend who was the one who asked for it, Brynjar. Let's give it to our Trollkin friend, Brynjar, who was the one who asked us to get it in the first place. So they went back to the Trollkin place. They gave it to Brynjar, who immediately, his personality immediately changed when he put it on. He was like smiling at him. It's like, yeah, well, no, absolutely. So I don't know where that's going to lead. Brynjar is now like Loki Brynjar. And Loki Brynjar said, hey, you can absolutely use the pathway between, you know, where you were down there and our path. You, you can now use... You can now travel through. We will guard it, and you can even you can even rest here and stuff like that. So they now have like a safe passage as long as Loki allows it and wants it. And I don't know how that's going to play out. It's kind of interesting that you have sort of a sliver of a god now embedded in a Trollkin who said, yeah, you have safe harbor here. So they said, well, let's use that safe harbor. So they went back to the Trollkin the, the, the area. Let me pull that up real quick. They came back here. This is the Trollkin area. This, this area down here to the Cackling Caverns, that's the, map, the connection to the other one. This is Brynjar's hangout. There he is, Brynjar. And then they know that they have this staircase. So they went to the staircase and they used it up. And I think they forgot that there is a huge ne necrotech reaver, which is like a dwarven undead construct that is guarding this back door to the Scarlet Citadel. And they went up there and it started kicking their asses. And I think they fled again. So they, they keep having to deal with, <laughs> with this, 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 this kind of thing. And I kind of like the idea that it can sort of hide... It, in, in, until it senses 
I'm making this up, of course, but until it senses that somebody is invading the Citadel one way or the other, it's not, not even there. You don't even know it's there. But then when you do that, all of a sudden it shows up and starts beating the crap out of you with spike chains. It's this huge, it looks like a frost giant, but it fights with spike chains. Really nasty creature. So they ran from that and then they made their way. They, they also, on their way back to town, found a, an old shrine, picked up a magic item that was at the shrine. Uh, and I think it was another Loki shrine. I rolled randomly and it was Loki. And they're like, wow, yeah, there's a lot of Loki stuff going on. The idea that the dwarves kept shrines to Loki. There were certain sects of the dwarves who worship Loki, I think was kind of fun. I've been seeding that in through a lot of the places here. And there was a corpse and the corpse exploded and there were giant centipedes in the corpses. But they said that ah, we don't have to fight the centipedes. We already got the magic item. I think it was a lamp. Yeah, it was a javelin of lightning that they picked up. So they got the javelin of lightning. Then they, they just said, we don't need to worry about the centipedes. So they didn't bother to fight him, which is smart. They're, they're, they're picking up ideas that like you don't have to necessarily fight everything. And then made their way back to uh, Red Tower. So they were exploring Red Tower. They're going around. They said, yeah, we want to we rest. We want to kind of relax. And they said, we want to go visit Zula. We really like Zula. And then I reminded them, you know, your short sword that, 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 that has the presence of Las Baskalag in it reminds you that Zula is feeding information to the, you know, to the, to the, to the villains here. And they're like, oh, that's right. We forgot, right? Because the players can't remember that. They don't remember that. And they're like, you know, so they went and they were talking to Zula and Zula's selling him potions. And she says, I have this other thing for you. Here's this gemstone. It's a glyph gemstone. It's got this big power in it. And they picked it up and like, wow, it really does have this big power. But it also scries upon them. And I think Garble did a, like a 24 on an arcana check and was like, this thing is tracking us. Like we're being tracked by this gemstone. And they left. And they're on their way back and they're like, should we go confront her about this? Some people want to go and just confront her. And other people are like, what? we know something she doesn't know. Like we, she doesn't know that we know. And that's a valuable piece of information. We could use this. And meanwhile, while they're going back, I am uh, going to drop a strong start on them, which is they're going to get attacked by devil, assassin devils, which I had had in the back, my back pocket last time but now it's definitely going to come into fruition so we want to start a new session planning template today we are going to generate a new session planning template this is using notion if you want to learn more about using notion you can find a link about using notion in the show notes and i'm going to generate a new session planning template and today's date is the 16th it's my best friend's birthday today i have to send him a text and sunday scarlet citadel I have a few players that are out today. I can't remember who. So we only had three players last game, but actually that worked fine. Having three characters was fine. I find that I can play with three. Two is probably too few. You could you could run a game with two if it's like a little, almost like a side quest sort of thing. You could certainly do. Three, you can run. Four, you can run. Five, you can run. Six, you can run. Seven is probably too many. Which means there's a nice wide range of the number of players that you can have at a game and still have the game in my case i have to have four people out of six cancel before we're going to cancel the game i don't really have any on-call players i talk all the time about the importance of having on-call players and i have one on-call player for my wednesday game but i do not have any on-call players for this game i don't have any on-call players for my saturday game either but i can play with as few as three so we tend to play almost all the time it's rare when we miss a session we've missed a couple but it's it's pretty rare so who do I know is out? I know that Mez is out. I don't know who else is out. So I'm going to assume that the other five are there. Bart, played by Jay, is a Gearforge Bard diplomat. He 
is interested in, there's some kind of connection that he has with what's going on. I kind of like the idea that maybe he's got a heart of the weird weaver in him. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know. Keep that in the back of my mind. Doran Greycastle, played by Joe, is a shade fighter, sorcerer, former adventurer who definitely would like get either brought back to life or be brought to the afterlife peacefully. He's not even really sure what he wants. Garble, played by Pat, is a mushroom folk rogue far traveler who seeks to find a happy place for their family to live. Mez, Sharon is not going to be there, so we'll skip Mez today. Sister Malarkey Jones, played by Jerry, is a tiefling warlock and cleric of the Weird Weaver and is you know, kind of following chaos, but also one of the, one of the people that wants to sort of restore the uh, healthy randomness of the world by breaking the bonds of the Weird Weaver, this, this, this entity that creates chaos, or that, that creates the natural chaos in the world. Skrink Skibbers, a ratfolk wizard occultist who was sacrificed upon an altar in Zobek and then brought back to life by the Weird Weaver with the specific quest of rescuing the Weird Weaver from the bonds of the Scarlet Citadel. So those are our five, our five characters today. We can kind of think about those characters and their backstories and how we can sort of tie that back in to the adventures that are going on here. But the strong start I think we're going to go with is Black Cloud's form. This is what we could do where Skrink has seen these clouds before when he was iced on the altar in Zobek. Four unholy sigils form on the ground, burn into the grass, and four assassin devils rise and attack. So that's a good strong start. Assassin devils is the scene. And then I think the mayor wants to know what the hell you did to his beautiful grass. A kind of a fun aftermath, I think. Do I have the mayor in my NPC notes? Got all kinds of things. Shogoth and all kinds of crazy stuff going on here. There he is. Wizlaw Bras. Wizlaw. Maybe I didn't pick a Wizlaw. I thought it might be kind of fun. I, it's, it's always sort of fun to have a city event. And actually, because I was poking around with it yesterday, and it's always fun to find out that in your own books, you have the things that you want. The Lazy DM's workbook has a uh, town events. You can pick up the Lazy DM's workbook at the Sly Flourish bookstore. The link is down in the show notes below. It's very reasonable, $5. Very reasonable price for the workbook. Lots of good stuff in it. So we have random town events. Let me get my dice. Let me get my fancy dice. And we're going to say what kind of event is occurring. 18. Visit by the circus. The circus is coming to town. So what are three interesting things about the circus? They have, let's see, we can't do the trained owlbears because there's so many owlbears. Oh, what if Loki, Brynjar, Brynjar Loki... What if Yar comes with his trained owlbears to entertain the town folk? I think that is fun. Because one of the things Brynjar mentioned to the characters is, I'd like to be introduced to the town. Well, maybe this is his opportunity, right? And a bunch of Trollkin come in. A bunch of Trollkin come in, but the Trollkin are actually there for the circus. Are there any other... Well, you have the shaman doing fire tricks. The other Trollkin do feats of strength. And they probably brought how many? Four owlbears? So that's kind of a fun event that'll occur. I like that idea. Then the characters can, let's see, engage in some rest and downtime. 
And then what are their options? What what do the char- what might the characters want to do? So they can visit some options are they can visit their their charge down in the what's his name? Tymon in the temple of the weird the temple of the weird weaver. That's an option. They could chat with the other mushroom folk in the compost heap behind the tavern. The tavern's name is whoops. What just happened? The cage. That's always fun. That the, you go back there and there's these other mushrooms there, and he just hangs out with the other mushrooms, and they share. They 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 exchange spores, and that's like their little rumor mill. So that would be fun for Garble. What, what could uh, so so Dorn? We could have an NPC meet Dorn, a ghost NPC, who could be a a champion of cores. Might be a fun NPC. Let's create a new NPC here. Ghost champion of cores. And we'll pull up my old random, whoops. I have a random generator, the lazy DM generator. Lazy RPG generator, I should probably rename it. This is available to patrons of Sly Flourish. Patrons get access to this awesome generator with lots of different stuff in it. And I have NPCs and we're gonna create, we, we could go ahead and do this, but we don't need it. Morgant Swift Hand, I think we'll go with. One of the things is like, you have like late hand, and you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But Morgant Swift Hand sounds cool. I just took like the Swift from one of the lower ones and Morgan Swifthand, ghost of a knight of cores who was here in the earlier days of the Citadel. What is a fun NPC archetype that I can tie to this? What what did I what have I what have I watched recently? What 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 show might might work? I've been watching a bunch of James Bond movies, but I don't think I want to do a James Bond character. I just watched View to a Kill with Mayday, played by Grace Jones. That would be cool. I like that. Called Morgan. Morgan Swifthand. So, and Morgan says to Dorn, you don't belong here. And what do you want? That could be a fun little side encounter. As for Dorn, Garble we got. Mez is going to be there. Malarkey Jones. So Malarkey could, of course, talk to Tymon. Yeah, Skrink would want... I don't know. What would be a fun event? What what would... So I guess a couple of different characters could want to go visit Tymon, Malarkey and Skrink being them. But are there other things that they would want to do? Wizard occultist. So Skrink could meet... And who's the... One of them... There's a wizard that lives here. Let's go back to the book. And let's go to Red Tower. And I thought there was a wizard in Red Tower. And I don't think we've ever introduced them. You have the cage, warehouses, Furrier and Tanner, Lumber Mill, Smithy, the Temple of Rava. So that would be a good one for the Temple of Rava for Bart. Another one of like trying to pull out. And who operates it? Let's see. Cecilia and Northern, Nor- North, Ned, Norneth. I'll drop them into my NPCs. I don't know if I want to make things for them yet, but we'll drop them in there. Conrad. Runkelstad, Conrad of Runkelstad. I think I might have, do I have Conrad already? Let's find out. I do, the retired battle mage. Why can it not find, is it because it's so old? Sometimes the search does not work particularly well. It's kind of annoying. Conrad, that's why. It helps if you spell it, I guess, if you spell it correctly. Screen can meet Conrad the battle mage who might have, who has spells available. I don't know what spells. Uh, I think, who is it, Donjon? I think Donjon has a spellbook generator, and you can pick the level. 
So what level? He's probably level 10. So we can use this. Uh, we'll put that in treasure. And these look fun. Grab those. There we go. And then I might, he might also have some, some, some spells from Deep Magic. Torrent of Fire. That's a good Battle Mage one. I uh, probably want some third shadow puppets. Sheen of Ice. Kind of a fun one. And I can roll some up, some other random ones up. Thing for, so I, I kind of have like a, one of the things when I think about downtime or options, like when you're wandering around town, I really find that it helps to look at the characters and try to build options that you know one of the players and, one, and the characters are going to resonate with. And so Skrink, I got the Battle Mage. Garble's got the Mushroom Folk. We can learn secrets and clues. Dorne's got this new ghost. Bart can meet with the Temple of Rava. I don't have, and then I guess like Malarkey, Malarkey's all about the Weird Weaver. So, so talking to Tymon would probably help with Malarkey. It'd probably help with a few different characters. That's probably good enough. So secrets and clues. We have Morta. A Morta the Debased can summon powerful devils including the assassin death. Immorta is the half-sister of Zula. Zula didn't want anything bad to happen, but she fears, used to revere, but now fears Immorta. So one of the tricky things that happened is Sharon, who plays Mez, isn't going to be here, but we did a li we did a little bit of like she she Sharon asked if if Mez could do some stuff in town while we were in town, and I said sure, and he went to visit Zula, and I thought wouldn't it be interesting if he visited Zula after Zula had given the gemstone to the characters? So what happened is Mez now knows about Zula and had this conversation with Zula about the fact that Zula is a that Zula is the half sister of Immorta, who wasn't always known as Immorta the Debase. That's a name she took because she thought it sounded cool. And Zula had been typically keeping track of those. Had Zula had been tasked by Immorta to keep track of those who would enter the Scarlet Citadel. None had ever gotten as far as the characters. Most never came back at all. Zula never had an intention of causing harm and hadn't until now until the assassin devils came so i think that that's those are those are a few secrets are there any other town secrets that we want or i think we can probably go take a look at the last week's game because there's a bunch of secrets for i think a ton of secrets didn't get revealed last week and we can we can harvest those secrets so we did this garble recognized that the chambers of the water portals would make a good thing this got released. Few know that Gellert the Gruesome. Few know who Gellert the Gruesome, heir to the Citadel, is. He lays in, lays on the outside world. Is Immortal. Yeah, they learned that. Rumored that Gellert is heir to the Scarlet Citadel. It's rumored that uh, Gellert the Gruesome, heir to the Citadel, has come to Red Tower before. We don't really need to do that. Immortal the Debased is a summoner of demons. Yep, she has summoned the Circle in the Scarlet Citadel. She uses some more powerful beasts. I don't think that secret is released. Devils. I guess, yeah, demons and devils. It's kind of the next big villain. I mean, demonic assassins are certainly learned that. Twisting the ley lines has rerouted and corrupted the Black River. Yes, we did learn that. Black River has flown here beneath the lands far longer than any construction. Yes, they did learn that. The draw of the Dustlands portal in level two is tied to an entity Immortus summoned that didn't go well. 
she even even she wishes she had never done it, but is too scared to face the the the, the face that it is known as the chained thing. I think that could be a secret. I don't know how they'll learn that, but it's one one of the creatures that must be slain to break the bonds. Is the third guy searches Lagfell, the undead remains of the former follower of Karen who went bad. I don't know how they'll learn that, but that's not a bad one. Two factions of Darrow battle for supremacy in the Batcaves. Neither side is strong enough to defeat the other. Yes. Immortal the debased herself as one of the anchors. Yes. Using power to the third Icosahedron to make herself immune to attack. She can only be defeated by shifting over to a world in which the Icosahedron... Yeah, that's cool. That was one of the things we added from last week. So we're going to steal those three as well. So let's see. I think we got our one, two, three. Yeah, we got plenty of secrets. So we're good on secrets. Strong start. We got our scenes. Then they will probably return. The big one is we got to get her to go back to the Citadel. So one of the secrets that we want to drop in, I'll put it right here in the beginning, is as the, as Gellert's experiments continue, the twisting of the ley lines is causing further damage to the crossroads. Must be stopped. Got to get him back in, get him back going to the thing. Fantastic locations, I think we're good. I'm not going to worry about fantastic locations. I don't think we need them. Seas, I think we have a lot. I have, I linked to some others. Wiz, Wizlaw, Conrad, and then I had that new one, Morgan Swifthand. Who else do I got? Tymon. And I think I'm going to have, if they try to go confront Zula, I think she's going to be gone. Brynjar. Now he's Loki. Loki touched Lord of the Trollkin. So I've got some good NPCs. Monsters. So it looks like I'm using my... This all looks good. These are all the monsters. <laughs> this is cool. I set this up last time, right? Where it automatically pulls from the monster database. Deadly Encounter Benchmark. If there are five of them and they are level six, the benchmark is 15. It is their sum total of character levels plus divided by two. And so if you add up five times six is 30, half of 30 is 15. So 15 CRs is right. So if I do four assassin devils of CR four, then that is a right on the edge of deadly. If I did, if I did five, that would be over the top. I think we're going to go with four assassin devils. Oh, and I was going to do a high blade for fun. So maybe it's three assassin devils plus a high blade, three attack. That's it's pretty deadly. I don't know. Maybe we might just stick to... Because it's a strong start, you don't want the battle to take forever. I think I might just do straight assassin devils instead of a high blade. I don't think I'm going to use the CR7 high blade. I could always have another one get summoned. You can always add a monster if there's a reason to do it. If they're having an easy time with the assassin devil, four assassin devils, maybe a high blade will show up closer to the end of the battle. I could do a two-phase battle. We'll see. See how it feels. But I have that available. Holy cow. Do I have everything? I went through the characters. I got my strong start. So they return to the Scarlet Citadel. Necrotech Reaver. Do they finally face the Necrotech Reaver? And then Bat Caves, right? And then meet the Darrow. I don't think, I don't know if I have, do I have the Darrow in here? Did I put the Darrow in here? Gilsphere and Kurgorom. G-I-L-S and K-U-R-G. Got so many NPCs. So those are the two Darrow that operate on level four and I'm definitely going to be using a fistful of dollars model of you have two different groups that are fighting against each other and neither can seem to get the leg up in the other and the characters can the characters can dork with them to try to figure out who's doing what. I think that that will be that will be a good a good approach. Any other treasure? They've been swimming in treasure, so I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to skip a few weeks of treasure because they're they have so many magic items. 
Although it's not a bad opportunity to ask them, how are, how are they on magic items? What do they want? Probably a good time to ask them that because I, want, I, want, I need to know like what kind of things they want. I think that's pretty good. I think we're, I think we're all set. This is going to be a short one today because I think we're good. I did a lot of prep for last game. Friends, I want to thank all of you for hanging out with me today while I prepared for my Scarlet Citadel game. It was a pretty straightforward day for prep, even though it's a big open thing, but I think it was fun. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did and you want more stuff like this, if you like the work I do and you want even more, you can subscribe for free to the Sly Flourish newsletter. You will get access to a free adventure generator PDF and a weekly RPG-related article sent directly to your inbox. You can also pick up any of my books, including Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, The Lazy DM's Workbook, and The Lazy DM's Companion at the Sly Flourish bookstore. The link is down in the show notes below or you can become a patron of sly flourish again patrons get access to a dedicated discord server the monthly q a all kinds of exclusive adventures all kinds of access to things like the city of arches sourcebook lots of different stuff that patrons get and you can find a link to that in the, in the show notes down below thank you once again have a great day and get out there and play an rpg